welcome to episode 38 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing today, Dave? Well, Mike, definitely better than most and probably better than some. I'm doing pretty good. That means I'm doing really good. All right. Glad to hear it. Yeah. How about you? Hey, um, all things being equal, uh, you know, really well after my diagnosis of yesterday. Um... Diag- whoa, whoa, whoa. Diagnosis. Okay. Diagnosed yeah. with a little uh, little bout of cellulitis. Oh, really? Um, Thursday, I did, got into those lilac bushes out front, which I absolutely despise. I hate the fucking things. They get in my way, cutting grass. You know, they bloom for like 11 minutes a year. <laughs> and I think most of it's dead anyway. I just hate them. Right. But anyway, you know, Thursday, I had a day off. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull all those weeds out of there because you can clearly tell the weeds. They have those little green and red berries yep. on them. Yep. I don't know what the name of the weed is, but, yeah. you know, and the way I pull weeds because they intertwine themselves with the lilac bush. So I just kind of crawl in between the two bushes, get to the base of the weed, and I pull. And I'm sitting there pulling, pulling. And I thought maybe I, as I was pulling the weed, I thought maybe the back of my right tricep hit maybe one of the branches. Right. Because the, the the whole time I was out there um, pulling weeds, it was like, oh, that didn't hurt, but it, sure. I could tell I had banged it on something or scratched it or whatever. And then Thursday night and Friday, I mean, it, using the the Med Express pain level of zero to ten, right? The pain was a zero, but it itched like a son of a bitch, huh. and right. it went from. A little red right where it happened to the red spread to like my elbow in the middle of my forearm. And then you're thinking like, uh, Well, no, and then I showed Liz yeah. and she touched it. She says, warm, I bet it's cellulitis. We should go to MedExpress so you can get some antibiotics. And my wife, be, you know, I, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. And no, my, you're uh, not. Yeah, like, no, sure. Well, okay, not a bit. I'm quite a hypochondriac. <laughs> and... Like Liz, you know, I could go to Liz with my eyeball dangling out of my socket, and she's like, I don't see anything. And then, okay, whatever, I guess I just got to suck it up and deal with it. But she touched it, so, yeah, that's warm, and yeah, it, it is quite a bit more red. So we Googled the wait times, and Hemlock met Express 0 to 15 minutes. They wouldn't even take Express check-in because there was nobody there. So right. I went there, and the nurse practitioner looked, and... What are you here for? I said, well, my wife thinks of cellulitis. And she looked at, yeah, I think your wife's right. And 15 minutes later, I had a prescription of whatever the drug is. for. Sure. The, um, but so, lesson learned, on your day off, yeah. that's why you don't do a fucking thing. You sit and you watch <laughs> Netflix and you don't you don't try to be productive because you get cellulitis. So Lesson learned. Exactly, lesson learned. Uh, you brought the beer today. What do we got? What do we got on tap here? All right, so the first tasting, we have Enigma. It's a full pint. It's an Imperial Double IPA from Tapestry Brewing in Bridgman, Michigan. And I think uh, when we had Tapestry a few episodes ago, about six or seven or eight episodes ago, that's down by Saugatuck, if I remember right. That's on the um, the southern part of the you know Michigan okay. border down yeah. by Indiana, I think. I once knew a man from Saugatuck. Oh, no, that was Nantucket. <laughs> I knew that guy. It, yeah, combine before you give us the uh, yep. the on tap stuff. Uh, it's a combining artistry and chemistry. It says it. 
Enigma will fascinate your palate with a well-balanced blend of Simcoe hops harmonized by a soft touch of brown sugar. Nice. There's a little bit of a, of a sexual overtone to a lot of the, the descriptions of the tastings tonight. I don't know. There's yeah. nothing wrong with sexual overtones. No, I didn't say there was. It just, I just never, we, we haven't had that before. And so we'll get to the other ones and, and everybody, the listeners, you guys, you guys can be the judge. But uh, the specifics on this one, 9.5% ABV, 90 IBUs. The untapped crowd gave it a 3.74. Hmm. Which is kind of low for a 9.5 alcohol percent. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And with a healthy check-in number of 9,076. So crack this. All right. We'll crack this one open. And uh, once again, Corrections Corner. I don't believe that I have anything to correct, and perhaps that's because nobody's listening anymore, so we don't get the, the feedback that we're fucking up all the time, or we're just perfect. Now, that is I, a, that's I, a gold haze or an orange. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, almost a... I would go more copper than okay. orange. Sure. Cheers. Cheers. Huh. What's wrong with the untapped crowd? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Three point seven four seems a bit low, but maybe by the time we finish the pint, maybe. Um, I'm waiting for the uh, soft touch of brown sugar to kick in. I don't get, I get the the hoppy taste to it, but I don't get the touch of brown sugar. Well, I don't even yet. get the ninety IBUs. Really. Oh no, it's not bitter at all. Who's kidding who? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be perfectly honest. I don't really understand the IBUs. I know the higher the rating, the more bitter it's supposed to be, but 90 is one of our high, is a high rating for us, Absolutely. and this isn't bitter at all. No. I mean, I suppose if you're drinking tap water, it may be more bitter than tap water. Well, it's considerably <laughs> more bitter than tap water, yeah. But. Yeah. Okay, so we'll give this a taste and see what happens. Moving on. Sports. Sports. Uh, raped hot off the presses, basically. Yeah. Didn't see it. And I, if I cared enough about the sport, it could easily segue into a hashtag IDGAF. But Jokovic, number one player in the world, yeah, had to default. Because apparently, you know... Yeah. Just like a football player, you know, who drops a pass and spikes his helmet down. Right. Okay, you're assessed a 15-yard penalty. That's fine. That's the, the punishment sure. fits the crime. Right. But Jokovic apparently, you know, Smashed like just kind of hit the ba- hit hit the baseball, hit the, t- <laughs> hit the tennis ball. Yeah. And it hits. I thought it said the line judge. Uh oh. Or the side judge. It <laughs> hit somebody in the throat. The, yeah, the, the neck. Yeah. Not a debilitating one, but tennis is. A gentleman or gentlewoman, gentleman, sport. Yeah, I, I heard those dogs. Too. They're about to get another tongue lashing day. Um, so, uh, but yeah. to have to—I mean, default means I think he's disqualified. He had to—I think he forfeits. So he's out. The number one ranked tennis player in the world is out of the U.S. Open because you can't. If, yeah, how much tougher are NFL line judges than? A tennis line judge, or is this the umpire? In the uh, yeah, chair? I'm, not, I'm not sure who would hit, but he hit somebody with the tennis ball, oh, they and he had to default. 
They got to suck it up. So, I mean. Or you should at least get one. You know, if, if right away, if the player goes, hey, hey, my bad, I'm Or you sorry, lose sorry, the sorry, point or something. Or you lose a point, yeah. Yeah, but to, to have to default I'm the sorry, U.S. Open. I'm sorry, sir. You are defaulted because you lost your cool. That was, that's almost like a uh, Ted Knight. What was his kind of in, yeah. in Caddyshack? Caddyshack. Bushworth. <laughs> Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, <laughs> sir. And I never slice. Damn it. Um, Spalding. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then Western Conference Finals start tonight. Yes, sir. Vegas Golden Knights. And the Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars beat the Avalanche in overtime. Sudden death overtime, game seven. I hesitated to bring it up, Mike, but uh, I watched your Flyers get their asses handed to them. Yeah, see, as you bring that up, I spilled a little bit, bit of our enigma here. And, yeah, it was horrible. I mean, they, they were they were actually terrible. And I actually tweeted out last night that the last time I saw a beating like that on television, I was watching uh, Bobby De Niro. In the remake of Cape Fear, when he when he went to town on his girlfriend oh, and bit her in the cheek and just went and just oh my god and oh. that that I mean they and going in if you if you remember back this is episode thirty eight I think the playoffs started let's say before thirty five I said the Islanders were kind of a painful team to watch actually the Flyers actually looked less offensive than the Islanders did. And even though it was a seven-game series, I, the Islanders outplayed the Flyers immensely in that series. Yeah. And here's the one thing that they're almost like a Jim Jones-type setting in the Islanders under Barry Trotz because he gets his believers, he gets his players to be believers like these infamous cult members, and they buy into the system because game seven – he has Grice as a starting goalie. Grice isn't their starting goalie. Uh, Berlarmov, I think, is their number one. Right. He got beat the last two games. Trotz says, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> you lost the last two. I don't care if you're my number one or not. I'm going with Grice. Boom, pitches a shutout. Right. And they advanced to face the Lightning in the uh, – and I said they were born – when they get the lead, they kind of muck things up a little bit. But when they're behind, they're actually a somewhat entertaining team to watch. Um, so super aggressive and their passing is really good. And yeah, if I, if I had my druthers, I want the Islanders and the Knights in the finals. If you made me bet, I will say it's going to be the lightning and the Knights. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how long, and I'll have to do some research prior to episode 39 because the Stanley cup finals, are in Edmonton, which is the West Coast bubble. Right. So now, let's say whoever wins, Tampa Bay or the Islanders, are they going to have to quarantine? Because nobody's left either bubble since the playoffs started. Correct, yeah. But now maybe. either the Islanders maybe. or the Lightning are going to have to go from Toronto mm-hmm. to Edmonton. At like, least for seven days and then get tested. That's what I'm saying. So, when, I mean, yep. so it'll be interesting to see. Right. Now, do you think, here's the thing. It's in Edmonton, right? Correct. Which is Canada, right? Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, yes. Okay. And you've got potentially the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Do you think the Canadians are just gritting their teeth going, what the? I've got two Sun Belt, you know, yeah. <laughs> teams that are playing for the Stanley Cup. 
I don't think they're gritting their teeth as much because the Canadian teams really haven't made a lot of noise recently because you've had um, St. Louis won it last year. Right. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. But I mean, Canada, they, it's hockey. I mean. Right. But, I mean, the, you know, the Maple Leafs have been shit for a number of years. True. Uh, Edmonton, really, since they traded Gretzky, hasn't done anything. Um, Montreal, they were they made a nice little run in the bubble, but they actually shouldn't even have made the playoffs. Uh, Calgary is Calgary. True. Ottawa sucks. They're a, a train wreck. And what am I missing? Another Canada team, Edmonton, Calgary. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, it does a major point. But um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. But you know, yeah, especially when a, you know, a team from Tampa Bay has to go. <laughs> you know, that's about as far apart as you can get. Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Right. To Edmonton, which is Alberta, I think, is on the well, yeah, it's the Western Finals. Obviously, it's in, yeah. on the western side of the country, sure. not the country, the, uh, the North continent. American yeah. continent. Yeah. So, uh, and then sports. I believe before our random question, Dave, we are going to do our first ever fantasy draft. Yes. And just so that I know a lot of listeners, you know, like uh, Chuck and Nick, before you turn it off, we're gonna we're not gonna have any pondering. We're gonna do a coin flip. One of us will pick first, the other will pick second and third, the one will pick fourth and fifth. Yeah, and all we're gonna do is we're gonna go one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers. Yep. And that's it. We're not okay. doing kicker defense. Okay. And it's six points for a touchdown and four points for three hundred yards passing and yep. one hundred yards rushing receiving. All right. And if you get 700 yards passing, it's four points. We're going to keep the scoring system simple. Simple. And nobody will, but we'll give the email and the Twitter, and you will impose your team versus Dave and I's. And if you use the same players we do, because obviously you're not going to be part of our draft, because you're going to hear it after the show, um, you can submit the same team. Quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, that's it. And your receivers can be tight ends. So if, like, with the last pick of the draft, sure. you want to take Travis Kelsey as one of your receivers, that's allowed. Okay. So, and there's, there's, it's going to be no thinking, essentially. It'll, it'll be like heads or tails, Dave, you call it. Bang. You're going to say tails. I'll say, nope, it's heads. I get first pick. Boom, my first pick. And then you pick second, third. I pick four. And the listeners, the whole draft will take us probably four minutes max. So bear with us. And then send your own entries in. All right. Sounds like a plan. Um, what else, sports-wise? All got- right, let me let me run down some things real quick, um, and then we'll get to uh, rating this one. So, PGA, uh, the Tour Championship and the last uh, tournament in the FedEx Cup. Uh, looks like Dustin Johnson. I can uh, look here real quick, but uh, at 6:12 Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, he was 18 under par. He had a five-shot lead. Damn it! Over Xander Shoffley. Uh, Justin Thomas, uh, they were both at 13 under. John Ram, all the big names. Colin uh, Morikawa, he, uh, yeah, he was running away with it. He's just, he's tearing it up. So, Justin Johnson's going to get a $15 million check. Cha-ching! Big cha-ching. The reason I swore at that day was because uh, Yahoo sent out a, uh, a contest, free contest, 
you can win a thousand dollars, but you pretty much have to go undefeated and then go uh, luck of the draw, whatever. And I usually finish in like the second percentile. <laughs> second would be low, right? You want to be in the 99th. Right, right, yeah, right, so I, I'm usually like in the second or third percentile. I'm so terrible. <laughs> and one of the questions will D- Dennis Johnson win that invitation? Right. I put no. Ah. So, loser. Yeah, just checking here on ESPN for sure. And those of you that are listening to this like Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, you know that Dustin Johnson won it 19 under, won it by five strokes. Um, he is the man. And then um, NASCAR. Uh, the Cup Series is going on right now, so we really can't tell you who's going to win or First lose. First race of the playoffs. Yeah, right. There's yep. The NASCAR's uh, Cup Series race. at Darlington. Uh, just I actually thought it started at 3, and I thought we were going to have something to talk about, but it was started at 6 o'clock. Yep. And uh, so. what we're cheering for today, listeners, is Eric Amarola. He's my pick in my NASCAR pool. There you go. Cheer it up. And, okay, so MLB, super quick. Um, Tigers, they were four out. Now they're six and a half. However, and I don't know what kind of algorithm they're using, um, they're two and a half games out than the, more than they were before, uh, even though they're on a bit of a streak. But their playoff percentage increased 3% to 11.3%. So they're still not going to make the playoffs, but it's uh, it's an interesting. It's nice to see the Tigers getting some wins and uh, getting some hot bats. Uh, we're going to probably talk. Obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about the NFL. But this past week, if you didn't hear this, Ryan Kelly became the highest paid center in the NFL. Plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Four year, fifty million dollar contract. Thirty four million of that guaranteed. All right, and just, go ahead to show you the where the NFL puts the value in the uh, positions. You said four years for fifty million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson signed a four-year contract extension worth a mere one hundred and sixty million. <laughs> so he's making per year almost what that center is making for four years. That's insane. But hey. I mean, I'd let my company embarrass me with a four-year, $50 million contract. Oh, oh, I, I, I would be humiliated into taking that. Yeah, that'd be. But interestingly enough, so if any, any of you out there are wondering or trying to, you know, you put little um, um, FYI things in the back of your head for a trivia contest someday, the Colts were the only team in the NFL to start the same five offensive linemen in all 16 games last year. That's so, an interesting tidbit. Isn't it? Yeah, I would have never guessed that, especially since typically when you would see continuity like that, well, how often is that word used? Oh, continuity. I mean, that was all bonus that, points. I think right the listeners here. are going to think, man, he set him up for that use because I wish I would have had my little, my little uh, sound effects <laughs> thing, my app on right here. Um, usually continuity like that on the offensive line. Yeah. Generates into more success because usually you win and lose games up front. Right. And, I mean, the Colts were terrible last year, but they didn't, you know, make a deep run or anything. But. Well, that's what some of the articles alluded to is that um, Ryan Kelly is really into uh, staying fit, staying healthy, uh, and he's the leader on that line. So, you know, they feel like if that line can stay together and, and you know, that, that could be a building point for Colts' success down the road. With the new quarterback, uh Philip Rivers. That's going to be interesting yep. to see Philip Rivers. I'm going to wonder what's going to be more difficult to watch, 
even though I, ne- I don't like Philip Rivers, but I can't picture him in anything other than a Chargers uniform. <laughs> right. So what's going to be harder to watch, the NFL with no fans or Philip Rivers <laughs> in a different uniform? In a Colts uniform? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, S- hey, before ahead. we rate this, one in, in Bear fan. You know, everybody knows I'm a Bear fan. Live and die with them. And like two days ago, Nagy announced that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the starter. Okay, great. They don't want to give up on him. I get it, whatever, because showed signs as a rookie, made major strides his second year, and then last year, his third year, he took 66 million steps backwards and was absolutely horrible, even though he didn't have a lot of weapons, but he still was horrible. Right. They, they go out and pay Foles big money and announce Trubisky. All right. Hopefully he does well, but my point, my concern as a Bear fan on this, especially in COVID NFL, at least for the first two games, the Bears' policy is there's going to be no fans for the first two home games, and then they'll play it by ear. Sure. Well, if there's no fans there, what are there not? There are no boos. Uh, if there are no boos, that's probably a longer leash for Mr. Dubisky. Yeah. Whereas, like, if well, the home the first game Good is point. in Detroit, but in week two when they're playing their first home game, and Trubisky is 0 for three with two interceptions, right. and the crowd is just about to destroy the city. Nagy's <laughs> might be. I better get fucking Foles in here. We're all going to be dead. <laughs> but with no fans, right. it's like all right, hey, you know, get your head out. You know, and so it might be a longer leash. So you think the guy in the PA booth has got that kind of lined up, ready to go in case with, with the. the uh, piped in, booze, yeah, yeah. yeah cause, but I hope something because I don't want to give up on Trubisky because of yeah. what I did see in the second year. But if you're going to go after Foles, right? You know, they they didn't just get him off the scrap heap. I mean, they're paying him money, right? Yeah, you know, so absolutely. And do we want to um, do we want to talk about? Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. No, let me. I want to get your opinion, kind of like a Mike's World uh, question, real quick. Sure, go. Uh, NCAA football, Clemson number one, Notre Dame number two. Thoughts off the top of your head? Uh, useless until we play. If right. you're not going to play, I don't need a fucking ranking. Right. Play the game. So in my okay. mind, Army is number one because they played the a game one forty-two nothing. Army is number one team in the country. Right. Oh, you should see some of the NCAA scores right now. Some of them are absolutely brutal. Uh, what was it? Uh, Marshall beat uh, Eastern Kentucky fifty-nine to zero. All right. Well, I'm still I'm still voting Army number one because they beat Middle Tennessee forty-two to nothing. So Army's That's number true. one team in the country. Fuck Clemson. Fuck Notre Dame. <laughs> Play a game and then we'll go. Right. And then Dabo Sweeney, his comments. Oh, it's really great that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are back in it. I really feel good for those kids and those coaches to be able to get back in it. But we're not going to wait for the college football playoffs. We need to get that rolling right now. So if they're not going to start games next week, fuck them. I, now that I agree with. Okay. I mean, you can't just sit around and you know pick your poison. But did you say Big Ten or Big 12? I said Big Ten and Pac-12. Pac-12? Big, oh, they're not? No, the Big Ten, I don't think, is said they're going to play it. Well, they, remember, they were all still wishy. They're out, though. I know. Right. But they said they were wishy-washy. They were going to start. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're out. They were going to start either Thanksgiving weekend or... January 1st or sometime okay. after that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Dabu on that. But the other one I'm kind of against is like, hey, look at that. You know, Notre Dame, join a conference or don't. You can't just glom on to shit. I think they're ACC. Well, they're ACC in basketball. Oh. 
I football, football. football, they're still an independent and like to oh, pick their own poison okay. because of the television contract. Take advantage yeah, of their situation. In... I got you. So Okay. All but, right. Are we going to rate this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You brought it. You go first. Yep, I do. Take my last little bit there. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of drinkability to this. Holy yes. smokes. Especially um, for a 9.5%. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, I'll, let you know after, want... I'll let you know after my third one how much drinkability there is to it. <laughs> I don't understand the untapped one on this one. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to go 3.89. All right. and It's not 4.0 land yet. No, it, I, I agree. It's definitely not 4.0. And then the, the number that I had in my head, I'm going to stick with it, even though it looks like I'm just kind of – plagiarizing you the number that popped in my head was definitely not a four but i will give it a 3.9 a zero i think that's a very appropriate rating mike so what do you say we move on to the second tasting all right so we've got uh shooter mercavin Mer god i screwed that up mercavin uh it's part of that murky series that austin brothers has and also play on the uh Adam Sandler movie. Exactly. Billy Madison. No. That's what I, I almost said Billy Madison, but what is, what is, what is the movie? What is the, what is the movie? Oh. Cause it's I, not Billy I, Madison. I almost said Billy Madison. I said, no, Shit. that's the one where he's in school. What is he? He's a golfer. The, the hockey player turned golfer. Yeah. Anyway, go on. We'll think no, of it. I Bye. can't believe I... I'm glad uh, you did it because I almost said it as a play on the Billy Man. And, I, and you said, I'm like, all right, no, that's not right. I'm fucking. Oh, oh, God. That's so horrible. God damn All right. Just let's. It'll come this far. <laughs> it will. All right. Anyway, that's so sad. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, New England IPA from Austin Brothers Brewing in Alpena. The alcohol by volume is 7.1%, 55 IBUs. Now, this one. Uh, is interesting because the 2019 uh, shooter is 6.7% alcohol, same IBUs, 55%. The untapped crowd gave that a 3.94. Now, if you move to 2020, this one is 7.1% alcohol. All right, so we got, what, 0.4% four, uh, more? Yep. Not a lot, but... Uh, same 55 IBUs, but the untapped crowd gives it a 4.04. So, like our theory, the more alcohol yep. content, the better the untapped crowd likes it. Which really means Enigma truly is an, an Enigma. enigma. <laughs> Very good. And uh, only a paltry 561 check-ins on this one, which I don't... I well, don't it's know. a new beer. It's the Hazy Series. And, and right. if there's a 2019, the Shooter McGurk... The Shooter McGavin must be a yearly, like right. like Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Happy Gilmore. Boom. Good call. <laughs> I was I, I was still perplexed. I was just trying to give and up. And I didn't on look it. that up. No, I just was I, thinking I was yep, good, I was good going call, through some Gilmore. of the movie in my head. Anyway, so uh, this one, uh, Sapporo. Um, what do we got? I don't know in the business we call this losing our train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. I'll edit all this out. We got uh, Saboro, uh, Strata, and Mosaic Hops. But uh, 
this the way this was described is pillowy and juicy so that goes back to my first yeah. comment at the beginning it's of the almost pod. like candy candy samples <laughs> sure <laughs> all I'll right here tweet, we go i'll have to tweet that picture of me and candy samples when she was at the age of and no not a big deal for you today i'm drinking the old shooter out of my not a big deal barstool sports class i got the o's pub and grill national uh national sponsor and local sponsor there you go for flights football and anything else um as we cheers this Mm -hmm. i have a couple shout outs if anybody does any traveling in the state of michigan cheers Cheers. little shooter merc gavin Mm. yes i like that a lot That's got a little something. It's got a kicker. And it clearly it must it obviously is the 2020 yeah. version because of the alcohol content because yep. 2019 was lost. Yep. Couple shout outs. If you're traveling in the Michigan area looking for a place to eat, Saturday night, Liz and I, Larry and Dana, uh, two of the three are listeners. I don't think Dana listens. Come on, Dana, get on board and listen. Um, we went to Swartz Creek, and we went to the draft. Oh. Uh, sports Bar and Grill. Sure. And as you walk in, you see growlers for sale. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't think this is a brewery. But maybe it is. I don't know. Because typically you don't sell a growler. Hey, you want right. a growler or a Miller Lite? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. And it turns out maybe people in Swartz Creek do because it's not a brewery. But they have like 14 beers on tap. And I had the uh, dragon pizza. Yeah. It had jalapenos. Oh, jeez. Alfredo sauce with blackened chicken, sriracha peppers. Phenomenal. And if you're there, ask for Izzy to be your server. Phenomenal server. You know, doesn't look like it's in a strip mall. Next yeah. to a family dollar. So you, oh, wow. driving by, you're not even going to think anything of it. But, sure. Um, it's kind of their first crack at it, so they found a place to yeah, put it I think, in there. Yeah, I think the sign is established. It was either 2015 or 2017, so okay. it's only five years old at the max. Right. But, uh, but yeah, the food was fantastic. The beer was cold. Izzy was great. Um, and then fast forward to today, we're in Lansing. went to Horrocks, did a little shopping, and we went to Frank's Press Box. And the, the, I had three beers, so it wasn't because I was drunk that my senses were out of whack. But I tell you what, if you go to Frank's, get the Godfather and get it hot. <laughs> okay. It is a sam. It's an well, obviously an Italian sandwich, the Godfather. Right. And I'm not bullshitting you. It's on kabata. Is it how do you pronounce kabata bread? I'm not. Um, I'm not a but, food guy, but yeah. There's there's those fucking dogs again. <laughs> it, it's a it's on a kabata bun. Yeah. And I'm not shitting you, Dave. It was the best sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. Really? Oh, it's fantastic. It, it was nine ninety nine. I I didn't get the chips. I got fries added two dollars, so it was eleven ninety nine for the sandwich. But right. Nine ninety nine if you get chips. Yep. They weren't homemade chips. They were just regular like Lay's. I went with the fries. Sure. The fries were good, but it 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 was the best sandwich I've ever eaten. That's awesome. And, and it's just like so. 
Uh, and Frank, you've eaten a lot of sandwiches. Oh, a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> um, Frank's Press Box, Lansing, like two blocks from Horrocks off of 69. Tell them Mike sent you. And they're going <laughs> to look at you like, Mike who? <laughs> <laughs> that was Mike. But anyway, so I just wanted to give those um, those free advertising to our, uh, not really local, they're in-state businesses. Sure, sure. Anyway, so, but, hey, Dave, what, before, you know, before we get to this day in sports, yet again, if only we could get some listeners with clout, no offense to our loyal listeners, we love you all, but only if we could only get listeners with clout, because last week on the pod, we discussed why in the hell if a team, a high school football team in Texas can fly and play a high school football team in Tennessee on ESPN television, yeah. why can't Michigan play the guy high school the, the football? team down the road? Right. Yeah. And from episode 37 to episode 38, and actually, I think it happened on Thursday. I believe it, yep. So Thursday, September 5th, Thursday, September 3rd, four days after episode 37. Boom! Yeah. High school football in Michigan. Back on. It was either that or it was the, the soup Nazi meme. Have you, did you see yes, that I did soup see, Nazi meme? Yes, I did meme? see the soup Nazi meme, but I'd, I'd like to think it's the pod. I think I, It probably is the pod. I like to think Whitmer listens to the pod, and I'm just happy I didn't say Granholm because I, I'm insistent that Granholm's still the governor of Michigan. Oh, for the listeners that have been here since day one, he made that uh, he made that faux pas yeah. way back when. Yeah, that would have been a corrections corner for the three listeners we had. But um. yeah, crazy. I mean, uh, I know I was doing an interview for uh, for work and. Uh, so, you know, and then I got the phone call. My son's like, hey, football's back on. You know, we can play. And uh, so, yeah, I think uh, between the parent groups and and FFEA, the podcast, yep. and everything else, I think uh, it got to the powers that be, and they decided, you know what, we probably, maybe somebody just pulled their head out of their ass and just figured out, you know what, we know enough about this COVID thing. It's we can move forward with this and be fairly confident that yes, some kids are going to test positive right. some coaches. They're going to test positive, but according to the data, you know, is anybody going to get really sick and die? You know, hopefully people are smart enough that they're not going to do something stupid and they're going to, you know, uh, you know, if they have somebody vulnerable in their family or they have somebody, I mean, we already told, we, I immediately called the grandparents and said, Hey, look, we're going to be doing a little more social distancing than normal because my daughter's going to start playing volleyball and my son's going to start playing football. And of course, you know, um, my mom was like, well, I don't get it. I'm like, well, they're going to be playing kids from other schools. They're going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of, Oh, Oh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so we're knowledgeable enough now that we should be able to deal with this intelligently. I mean, we know there's going to be some people that aren't going to be not intelligent about it. But right. Well, but here's the thing that's troubled me since I want to say it was episode nine when you said, are you kidding me? When we laughed at the idea <laughs> that there would be no fans at the March Madness basketball tournament. And it's just that. I can't say it's a conspiracy. I want to say it's more of a political agenda to get you to vote the particular party because 
what in the world? Because I think our first game was supposed to be Thursday, August 27th. Right. That was supposed to be our first game. High school game. High school game. Yep. So they announced on September 3rd. Obviously, you got to give the coaches and everything, and they're going to resume the schedule as is in week four of the season, which is Friday, September eighteenth, and we and correct our school, Swan Valley, happens to be at Alma. Yep. So, could you tell me from August twenty seventh, twenty six, twenty seventh, whenever our first game was supposed to be, right, until September third, what has really change political pressure okay well that, that, that's what i'm saying so it's you know it's either a conspiracy or political oh, like yeah ruby don't make me go off on you on this pod ruby <laughs> so uh look at ruby wants to be famous everybody wants to be famous on the pod she but, just uh, got her five minutes or that's five right. seconds yeah, she's got your name on the pod ruby um <laughs> but yeah it's it's frustrating but yeah it, but the other thing is like and then like the next day the MSHAA announced that all players at all times need to wear their mask. Right. Well, what about the mouthpiece? Because I thought high school rules, the mouthpiece had to be attached to the face mask. Why doesn't, why don't you play the football game? And again, it's like I've always said on all this pod stuff, it's survival to the fittest, only the strong survive. Yep. NFL players use visors, even pre-COVID. Right. Put a visor on the face mask. Like, because in, in, sure. in lieu of the mask in a store, you can wear that right. ridiculous looking <laughs> welding mask to walk down the aisle of your supermarket like a tard. So, easy. But the tards, I didn't, tard is <laughs> slang for a slang. So, I, I can say that. But you can, you know, yeah. so have them, you know, and if they want to have them tinted and be cool, or if they want to just have it clear because they can't see on the tenant, right. whatever's whatever. Right. But the rule is, the and I think in high school football, the mouthpiece has to be visible and attached right. to the face mask. Well, how are you going to do that with the ma- with your little uh, mask over your nose? No. Are you talking to, like, while you're playing? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Come on. We're back to, like, episode no. nine. No, on, I'm Friday, like on, Friday, no. on Friday, the MSHAA said all players wear their mask at all times. On the sideline. Yeah, no, I, playing. No. Yes, they did. How can you do that? That's what I just asked you. <laughs> that's no. That's I don't know. There's something not right about that. I agree. <laughs> I, I'm no. not on the MS. Like, <laughs> no. All right. Well, like, well, we'll investigate it. Then. So, like, hey, so maybe like, hey. maybe if there's a listener out there, we can have a corrections corner. <laughs> hey, about two months ago, I got a I got a meme picture of the uh, what did they call that? They called it the uh, was it the redneck face mask? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, we're yeah we're the. Yeah, the, it's a fr- it's, you take the front the front part the the crotch part of a pair of jeans, and you turn it into a face mask so you can do the zipper, oh, in the yeah. front. You know yeah, what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so you just zip it down, <laughs> or a zipper, or I don't know. Does anybody button up anymore, or was that just a, like an I 80s have, 90s I have, thing? I, no, I have one pair. They're not Levi's, but I do have one pair of uh, button ups. <laughs> Everybody at home's going, oh my god! I think oh they're oh, cool no. as shit. Uh, trust me, <laughs> no, I they're not. They're yeah. horrible. No, they're cool as shit. They got lo- they got frayed bottoms on the, the legs. Oh, they're badass. Uh, so the I'll red- wear them in our next recording. So the redneck face mask is a, is the crotch part of a pair of jeans. So you have the zipper part, so you can zipper it down, so you can put your bottle of beer. You know, you can drink your beer. There you but go. anyway, are you suggesting that they make a face mask so that you can put the 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 mouthpiece in? 
if you have to wear the mouthpiece and you have to wear the face oh, mask. Oh, Mike, there's no way. There's, okay. there's, there was a miscommunication there somewhere because right. that's dumb. It is dumb. But everything <laughs> in COVID stupid. has been dumb. Specifically, like, you know, the only new, the, if you're on the paranoid side of the fence, the news you see is like these 12 to 14 schools that have had students come and started classes. There have been 11,000 reported cases of COVID. Okay. Okay. Positive cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you're on this side of the fence, which I happen to be on this side of the fence, of those 11,000 cases, do you know how many of those 11,000 cases have resulted in hospitalization? Uh, 1%. Zero. Ah. So that means somebody's tested positive and the kid's like, huh? I got to sit in my room for two weeks. Oh, okay. And then he goes and he right. goes, he spends a lot of time with the four sisters on Thumb Street. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into the specifics of all that, but I understand what you're saying. And I agree in the sense that, you know, yeah, there's going to be, there's going to, like I said before, when I started this segment, there's going to be people with, there's going to be coaches that test positive. There's going right. to be kids that test yep. positive. You just got to go through the protocol. They got to quarantine themselves. Yep. And like, yada, the, yada. like the infamous Epi Calvin Nuclear Luch once said, as a great man once told me, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes it rains. <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go. Is that from Weathering Heights? I think it was paraphrased from Weathering Heights, but it's actually a quote from Bull Durham. All right. <laughs> Dorn! Oh, speaking of that, the handful of people that have commented on that all say they would choose the one year alone. And I honestly think you'll be more fucked up a year alone in that situation than any if either of the other. Although Nick at work did say he'd just get it over with. He'd eat what he had to eat for the three days. And be right? done with it. Yeah. Most people say they would do the year, and I, yeah. I think on the surface that I think I, that's what I said. Wasn't yes, it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And if, I think about day nine. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, you know, guy like Kurt Cobain, not Kurt Cobain. Uh, Chris Cornell had the answers. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to join Chris Cornell because I just don't think you can spend all your. A human need. That's why solitary. You're going back to your your random question. Yes, for, from last week. Yeah. Um, anyway, segment two is traditionally this day in sports. What's your first this day in sports, Dave? All right, my first <coughs> this day in sports is 1920. On September 6th, 1920, Jack Dempsey KOs Billy Miski in three rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. It was the first radio broadcast of a prize fight. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, very cool, especially since it's the 100th anniversary. Uh-huh. All right, my I first. Agree. I only have two today, Dave, but my first is, and the only reason I bring it up is because I'd never heard this. And if I did hear it, it was because I was just graduated from high school and, quite frankly, didn't give a fuck. But <laughs> uh, 35 <laughs> years ago today, Mark Messier loses control of his Porsche and uh, hits three cars. I don't know if he destroyed them, but he caused immense damage, damage. to the three yeah. vehicles. 
and was later charged with hit and run and careless driving and subsequently paid a fine and that was it. I mean, like... How in the hell yeah, does that happen? It's, yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it had to be because it was Mark Massey. It had to be because it was 1985. And, you know, because if you and I destroyed three cars... Because it, it didn't say in the fact that the, the source that we use for this day in sports, it didn't say he was drunk or anything. But wait, wait, come on, dude, <laughs> nudge, you lose, nudge. you lose control <laughs> of no your, more. you lose control of your Porsche. He's probably doing 110 <laughs> yeah. after like six vodka tonics or whatever, oh, yeah. and they're like, oh shit! Bah, 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 bah. Oh, you know the officer's <laughs> like, get out of the vehicle, get out of there now. Oh, you're oh, Mark Messi. Can I have your autograph, Mark Messi? Oh wow, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. So I want to get your thoughts on this one. And I don't know, you probably overlooked this one, but I'm, I, you know, usually in this day in sports, it's a lot of like, oh, this record's broken. Oh, this championship is won. I read this and thought it was worth mentioning. 1942. Czech marathon runner Oscar Hikes transported to Auschwitz, Birkenau. That's it. That's what it said. I'd, he was transported to Auschwitz. So, but who? The German. Who, right, I know what Auschwitz is, but who is this guy? He was a Czech marathon runner, Oscar Hikes. Hikes. Okay, so what? So when did Jesse? He went go, to Auschwitz. Right. So yeah, yeah. He, yeah so he's probably dead. Executed, right. But <laughs> when? What Olympics was it that Jesse Owens won? No oh, shit. Because Jesse Owens was the one that just drove Hitler nuts because it was like right. you know, African American dominated his Olympics, <laughs> right? And so I wonder if that's what, if if that was. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna look that because if that was after. Well, it's nineteen forty-two. That, that guy would out. That 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 would almost be a spites thing to Auschwitz because he's like, ah, somebody's paying the price for this Jesse Owens thing. Some man takes this check marathon. <laughs> that's runner. right. Because you ain't winning this race, pal. <laughs> I just thought that was just yeah. like so morbid in the middle it's of very, I'm reading all this it's stuff. Very morbid. And this person... I'm surprised I missed that one. <laughs> it was like, it was funny, but it's not funny at all. It is very funny. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, shit like that just humors me. I mean, it's like, all right, because you're a sick bastard. Right? Exactly, but it's just funny. It's like, hey, we're all dying, so you might as well just get used to the facts. True. All right. You know, hey, the note is. The lesson learned from this is just don't run aimlessly and you don't go to execution camps. Oh, God. If this cat would have been a fat, out-of-shape slob, he'd be fine. <laughs> read your next day. All right. Okay. September 6, 1995, 25 years ago today. In what has to be the This Day in Sports equivalent, of playing dodgeball and going after the kid with the white helmet and the braces on his teeth and his legs and getting him out of the game first with a shot right to the dome. Cal Ripken Jr. broke Lou Gehrig's Ironman streak and played in his 2,131st straight game. So I mean I thought I I thought that this was a gimme on this day in sports. And oh yeah, for it's sure. actually this day in for sports sure. that all our listeners are like, well yeah, no shit, everybody knows that was September 6, nineteen ninety five. You dumbass. 
And that's why I say it's the equivalent of it. You know, oh, yeah. you get the ball in dodgeball and you see that nerd picking his fucking nose, eating his bugger, and you're going to throw that, that ball right off his melon just to get him out of the game. Just make you feel better. No, but that's, I mean, you think about that. I, I'm trying to think of what I've done 2,131 times straight. Okay. It's probably just live. Now, wait a second. Wake though. up, you know, in the morning. And here's, it, and I thought about that, and, I, and it's if you would have, if we would have actually researched this pod before, I could have, we could have really staged this, and I could have done the math. Nobody pays to see me work. They should because I'm the best at what I do. I mean, I really should charge admission. So I'm not comparing myself to Cal Ripken Jr. But let's face it, his job is sometimes seven days a week, but normally five or six days a week, three and a half hours a day, right, from April to September. How many, how, in theory, hats off to Cal Ripken. I'm not ripping Cal Ripken Jr. He's, he's the record holder. Love you, Cal. Say, you know. Right, right. He's the conversation in the GOAT. Yeah. Right. But really, how many days off do you need if that is your schedule? April to September. Right. Four hours a day. Right. Right. I have one call in in 26 years, and I could bore our listeners and tell you the exact time I called in. On the, I can't right. remember the date, right? But I know it was the day of the week was a Saturday. Sure. And by 9:30, Liz was Liz was so mad at me for calling in because I was whining about. It. I was like, oh, I can't believe I called in sick. Am I going to get fired? I can't believe I called in sick. Why did I call in? Because I was slightly hungover. We had nobody on sale, and it was just like it was just. So if, if I do the math, I may, maybe I'll do the math before episode 39. I'll be like, okay, I've worked 26 years. Yeah, don't years, do the math. And it's like, so, I mean, it's a great streak. Don't get me wrong. And that's right. why I brought it up on this day in sports because he broke the record. But right. it's like, really, I mean, you work three and a half hours a day, dude. You're a shortstop. A lot of times you're just standing there. You know, so, you know, of right. the three and a half hours, there's probably an hour and a half of you're sitting in the dugout doing, literally doing nothing. I mean, how many days off do you need from that rigorous job? This is fantastic. We're ripping Cal Ripken. Yeah, we're ripping <laughs> Cal Ripken from setting the record. You know, I'm not really ripping him, but it's just like, that's what it's, it's one of those records that's like, it's great. You know, yeah, you know, he yeah. made it. But anyway, it is what it is. What do you yeah. What else you What is your, that's all that's I got. That's it. That's all I've got. I mean, Eddie Murphy, watch? Eddie Murphy on this day hit his 500th career home run. That was the other one. I didn't know that comedian had it in him. <laughs> what did I say, Eddie Murphy? Yes, you did. <laughs> Shit, Eddie Murray. But Eddie um, Murray. Which is weird because it was one, Eddie Murray was also a Baltimore Oriole. So one year after Cal Ripken broke Lou Gehrig's right. consecutive game streak, the Orioles had... It wasn't a record. It was a sure. milestone, milestone for sure. another Oriole on the exact same day, one year apart. Yeah. Pretty cool. Eerie. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's rate this. Let's rate Happy Gilmore's beer. <laughs> let's do this. That would be you. All right. Yes. And being redundant, as I tell the listeners, I rate beers on a per pod basis. I rated Enigma a 3.90. I like Shooter McGurkin. I like Shooter McGurkin better than Enigma. I will go 3.95. Wow. 
Wow. All right. So you're right there with the untapped crowd. I'm going to go. There's, uh, and I don't know if it's one of the hops or one of the, there's just something there that um, I don't like it quite as much, but it's right there with the Enigma. I'm going to go 3.80. So you like Enigma better than? Slightly. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Well, good good rating, Mike. And we've got our third tasting. We've got Fresh Haze. It's a New England IPA from Deschutes Brewery in Bend, Oregon. Now, i got to tell you, my uh, in-laws, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, just moved out to Bend. And my sister-in-law really likes... Uh, Deschutes. So I'm interested to see how this one goes. Alright, let's go. And I'm going to break a pod full paw. Normally alternate glasses. Second tasting I had, not a big deal. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck everybody. I'm going the third tasting in the right. not a big deal glass. It's your pod. You can do whatever you want. That's right. Fuck everybody. Hey, ain't nobody listening anyway. How's your pour? Uh, TV pretty, good? Yes, TV good. Not my perfection. Golden color, not the copper of the other one. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Oh, different IPA. A little bit, a little bit of different IPA. Uh, sure. Let me give the specifics here. Uh, 6.5% yeah, ABV. First, oh, I, first ever pod that no, we I did was, that after was, the fact. It was planned. Okay, but Planned yes. on your part. I was fucking clueless. <laughs> uh, the IBU's 45, so supposedly not very bitter. There's no bitterness at all. No. The untapped rating is 3.79. Now, as far What's as... What's the alcohol? Uh, uh, 6.5. So, if I look in here and... We go to the. Give me a give me a ballpark on how many check-ins do you think this is? Well, I've actually seen it, so I. Well, just t- seventy-three thousand. <laughs> right on the money. All right, seventy-three. Ching I win! <laughs> Fucking finally win something. What I win, no. Dave? <laughs> you win a pat on the back. Well, um, fuck you. No, seventy-three thousand. Think about what we did. Like, um. What was it? It was uh, our second, our second tasting. The shooter Mercavin was three. What, no, excuse me, was five hundred and sixty-one check-ins. Right. This is seventy-three thousand. So from Bend, Oregon, I mean, now is that's a pretty that's a pretty good sample from a statistical. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. The only thing is, it's all relative now. Obviously. The Oregon Brewery is probably bigger than the Alpina Brewery. Right. And secondly, right. as we as we talked about when we introduced Shooter, that's a new release. Right. No, that's 2020, 2020 right. You know, so. Right. Oh, and yeah, I did want to make reference that Shooter McGavin is what we... McGavin, yeah. McGavin is what we actually rated. The Shooter McGurkin that I suddenly rated... <laughs> 
I mean, that was that was like that was like an '80s porn that I used to watch. But so the beer we rated was the Shooter Bergavin, the Bergerkin. That's that's a whole other podcast. So listeners, I don't want to confuse you. But anyway, Dave. All right, all right. We're at the North Studios. Yep. You got I have your a coin? quarter. Yep. Heads, tails. You're gonna call it first ever flight football and anything else draft, listeners. Bear with us. This is going to be a five-minute draft. We're not going to extend it for the two hours that normal drafts go. So, Dave, heads or tails? Heads. It is a tail. My quarterback will be Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. All right. My quarterback is going to be Lamar Jackson. All right. Now you're up. And my running back is going to be Christian McCaffrey. All right, now it's up to me, so I will take DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill, my two wide receivers. All right, um, let me see here, looking at my list. Um, now you get the next two. All right, I'm going to go uh, Saquon Barley, Barkley, and I'm going to go... Uh, Michael Thomas. Nice. I love the Michael Thomas selection. Yep. All right. So, uh, my, obviously, my next two picks are running backs. McCaffrey and Barkley are gone. So, I'm going to go Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Good pick. And, God damn it, who is the fifth <laughs> running back, fourth <laughs> running back? Uh, Ezekiel, you got McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke Elliott, and the next running back is I am going to pressure because we said we could only pinch 30 picks. Uh, you know what? Fuck everybody. The Houston Texans traded for him. The guy's a loser, but I think the Texans know somebody. Give me who do they trade for Hopkins? Uh, uh, David Johnson. Thank you. David Johnson. I'll take David Johnson. A horrible pick in a two-man draft, but if they if you trade DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, you must think David Johnson is something <laughs> special. All right, so listeners, before we get to a random question, please, you're entered in the contest. It's six points per touchdown, running, receiving, passing, three hundred yards. Wait, three, you pick first, don't I get last? No, you're not. Am I oh not? yeah, you got one wide receiver. You, yeah, you close it off with one receiver tight end. You're right, correct. You're you are correct, Dave. All right, so I'm gonna go with. Oh, damn. Um, you know what? Since I'm a Michigan guy, I'm gonna go with Kenny Galloway. I know you're 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 perplexed. You're looking at your list like, what the fuck? Kenny he's not Galloway. even on my. He's not even on my list. Who is he? What the hell? Matthew Stafford. I think he's gonna get. Oh, that's Galladay. Oh, Galladay. What did I say? Kenny Galloway. Whatever. All right. Kenny Galladay. Galladay. All right. All right. Yeah, you're okay. So anyway. Sorry. So, listeners. We're outside still. We're still social distancing. It's oh, for dark. Sure. Oh, it's for like, sure. We're yeah. good. Yeah, you and I are good. But, but I'm challenging the listeners. I want one fucking person to enter Dave and I's contest. If you want to join our contest, you can... Pick the players we picked or pick different players. Six points per touchdown. Pass, run, receive. 300 yards passing or more is four points 
100 yards rushing and receiving is four points. Very simple scoring because I don't have the time to, with all the other leagues that I'm in, to keep track out of that. Tweet us at, at epotffa or send an email at ffaepot at gmail.com and enter into the pool. We'll get you in the mix if you're better than us. We, we'll put it out there and we'll acknowledge you to be better than us. And the only we've got I, swag too. And Dave may beat my ass. We've in this, got swag. Dave may beat my ass in this head-to-head contest, but I'm just going to give Dave a little tip in fantasy drafting. In this scenario, yeah, two-man league, yeah, when you can only draft one, two, three, five positions, right. I won the coin toss. I took Mr. Mahomes. Right. There's no way in the world you can take Lamar Jackson second because he could be your last pick because I can't draft him. See what I'm saying? Oh, you, I understand. You can, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, going to draft yeah, yeah. Lamar Jackson. So now I took DeAndre. So you I get could, it. Yes. So, yeah. So that little, <laughs> little, yeah, a learning experience. Right. You know, so, well, you got to understand. Lamar Jackson's a great pick, and he may outscore Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying that. I'm right. just saying when I took Mahomes, Jackson was automatically yours. You could have just got him <laughs> last. Right. Well, you got to understand, too. Like the last time I was in a fantasy football league, my brother in law called me up and said, Hey, you mind, uh, you know, changing out some of your uh, injured reserve and some of your no, guys? So you you're know, one like, of those. Over. Oh, yeah. But see, this is so I have no problems with this yeah. because this is uh, there's no there's no changing anything. If if Saquon Barkley goes the way of Chris Cornell, you're just out of luck and not getting any more points. Right. So anyway, the first ever flights football and anything else fantasy draft brought to you by. Austin Brothers Brewery, Shooter McGurk Gavin. <laughs> Why do I want to That's hard to say. It, it, it is literally hard to say because you want to say Shooter McGavin. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so we got the random question. As the wind is picking up and we're not sure because it is really dark outside, not sure if the rain is coming or not, but I've got some questions for Mike and everybody else can nighttime. contribute. All right, so here we go. Ready, Mike? Yes, sir. So, one word or one sentence, as quick as you can. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? COVID. <laughs> They'll be nostalgic for COVID? All right. Okay. Uh, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? The greatest invention ever. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? One million. <laughs> okay. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? Of my own body? <laughs> yeah. Which body part could you detach and why? No, you don't, have my to, teeth, you, my teeth, you don't even yeah. have to do the why. Which body part would you want to detach? My teeth. Okay. What's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house? thrown up what's invisible but you wish people could see ghosts okay toilet paper over or under oh under that's i fucking changed those overs you put toilet paper over the top you're a loser it's <laughs> under <laughs> that's just a, that's just the normal motion. It's right under. You don't come over the top. 
All right, and that's the random question for this week. All right, all right. Are we ready to rate this? Yes, we are. And but I challenge the listeners, and in that tweet at epodffa or the email to ffaepod at gmail.com. You want to go side met Mahomes, Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyreek Hill? Submit your fucking lineup. Shut up. Bring it. <laughs> I'll put anything on the table. And I took David Johnson. David Johnson is a loser, and I'll still beat you. There you go. But yeah, let's There's the challenge. Drop the mic. So let's rate Fresh Haze. All right, so it's my turn to rate. And I'm going to... Drinkability, it doesn't have that that thing that I found in the um, in the Merc Gavin. I'm going to rate this one... Uh, shoot. This is hard. This is hard. What we you got, said. Uh, I'm going to go 3.90. I think this is the best one of the night. Yikes! By, by a hundred, no, <laughs> by a hundredth of a point. Hey, you remember um, I rated I rated uh, the first one. I rated Enigma at three point eight nine. Right. This is three point nine zero. All right. So let me let me get another sample of this because the wicked witch of the west is coming in and we're. I'm going to throw it out to the listeners. Be prepared to be uncomfortable with next week's random question, because I already have next week's random question. And be prepared to get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's all I'm going to say. So, all right. First beer, 3.9. First beer, beer? Second beer, 3.95. So, I liked Shooter better than... Enigma, and we are on the iPad. You know what? This is a dogfight. Very, uh, a perfect trifecta, David. I don't like it as much as Shooter, so I will go 3.92. 3.92. I got you down for that. So that would be a little less than the shooter McGurvin. McGavin. I was going to say McGurvin. Wow. It's either McGurvin. Why is that so fucking hard to pronounce? Well, because it's weird. It's McGavin. All right. So that's your best of the night. No, it's not. No, the McGavin is. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Shooter's my favorite. Yeah. All right. So the last one's my favorite. Oh, okay. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah, not much. I mean, it's three, yeah, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's right in there. They're all in the same yeah, ballpark. There were, all of them were a lot of drinkability, and as usual, I went back to back. Not a big deal, as the listeners could tell. I looked down in the not a big deal glass. I can see I'm out of beer, and as the late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home." But you got to get the heck up out of here.